Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Choosing the right partner for marriage is so important. Many women who want to get married want to be married so badly that they just pick anyone or anything that bats an eye at them. Marriage is serious. Ideally, you should be getting into a marriage that you want to be in till death do you part. That is why it is so important to get into marriages eyes wide open, not blinded by lust, infatuation, or desperation. Choosing the wrong person can make your life miserable because unless you want to get a divorce, you're going to be stuck with that person until the day you die. Before I get into my post, I want you to watch my video on why men should protect, provide, and profess. That is something that you want to look for in a partner for marriage. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below. Now, before I get into these tips about selecting the right partner for marriage, I want to tell you a story. I used to do couples counseling and within the first few months of getting married, they were literally ready to get a divorce. The fact of the matter was that they really didn't love each other and they probably shouldn't have gotten married in the first place. As I spoke to them both, I asked what in the world went wrong. Both of them said that before getting married, they both wanted to get married. Notice I did not say that they both wanted to get married to each other. They just wanted to get married. They planned a big wedding, got all of this attention, and after they walked down the aisle and started living together, they both found out that they didn't really even like each other. That is what I like to call going in a situation with your eyes wide shut, being blind to the reality of the situation and seeing only what you want to see. They just wanted to be married. It could have been anyone, anything, or anybody. So when they met each other, they made a big leap without even knowing if they were a good fit. And now here they were after spending $15,000 on a wedding three months later ready to get a divorce. What is my point? My point is that you should never get so caught up in getting an engagement ring, having a big wedding, and wanting to get married that you forget to find a partner that's right for you. Which is why in this post, I'm going to give you five tips for choosing the right partner for marriage. Number one. Are you equally yoked? Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what does partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness? Corinthians 6.14 I encourage you to also check out my blog on being equally yoked, which you can click the link down below. If you're a believer, then be a believer. It can be mighty hard for you to go to church and have a relationship with God if the man you are with could care less about being a man of God. If you are a Christian, he's not. There is a huge part of you that he can never get to know or understand because you two don't have the same faith. I'm a Christian. I talk to God and I love God. I cannot even imagine being with someone that has no real relationship with God because God is such a huge part of my life. I would prefer a partner that I could pray with as opposed to one that thinks I'm just praying to some invisible make-believe person in the sky that has no power. According to Desert News, the best religious predictor of being happy in a relationship is praying together as a couple. Ideally, if you like to pray and talk to God, you should want a partner that also enjoys those things as well. Your men should bring you closer to God and not pull you away. Also, check out my video below on the dangers of picking someone who is unequally yoked. Number two, no scrubs. I wrote about this in my blog, If a Man Does Not Work, Then He Does Not Eat, which you can click the link down below to read. I cannot tell you how many women I encounter that want a man so bad that they just settle for a man that has no job, no life, and nothing going on for himself. Why would you put yourself in that position to have to take care of a man? If he cannot take care of himself, then why would you want to marry a man like that? So true story. 
I know a couple where the wife works three jobs while her husband works none. The way that I see it, if I was working three jobs, I could use the money all for myself. I do not need to share my income with a grown man that is not willing to work or help support his wife that is working herself to the bone. Having a man that is lazy is as good as having no man at all. When you choose the right partner for marriage, don't seek a scrub. Instead, want a man that works, has income, has goals, and is doing something with his life. You can do battle by yourself, and you don't need a man to help you do bad. You can also check out my video below on unmistakable ways of recognizing a good man on where I talk more about this. Number three, have similar goals. This seems like something that is easy to figure out, but you would not believe how many couples jump face first into a marriage only to find each of them wants different things. For example, a huge issue is when one person wants children while the other person does not. You can check out my blog on questions to ask before you get engaged and you can click the link down below to read because I really emphasize the importance of knowing what your partner wants before you get married to make sure that you two are on the same page. The last thing you want to do is think that you're going to have a picture perfect family with kids and a dog and he says he doesn't want children or he hates animals. Number four, how do they handle their money? This actually has nothing to do with how much someone makes. A man can make less, invest it, save it, and be financially responsible and be better off than a man that makes more money and has a gambling problem and blows all his money away. I want to tell you yet another story. Two, in fact. The first story is that my girlfriend was dating a man that makes six figures a year, but every time she went to his house, his utilities were turned off or he could not pay his mortgage that was $800 a month. And when his car stopped working, he didn't even have enough money to buy a new one. When you evaluate this situation of someone making six figures and they cannot even pay their bills or their mortgage, then you know that something is seriously wrong. They have a problem managing their money and the last thing you want to do is to tie yourself up to someone like that. If they have an issue in managing their own money, if you get married to them, they're going to have more issues managing money and they're going to mis mismanage his money and your money. The second story is a friend of my mother. Her coworker who's been working at an agency for over 30 years and she had enough time to retire. She too made six figures, but she could not retire because her non-working husband had a gambling problem and they did not have enough money to retire. Their home was worth 200000 and they had to pay off 500000 because they continued to take out mortgages to support her husband's gambling problem. Now this woman, 60-something years old, who has put in all this hard work at an agency had to continue to work just so they could pay off their own debt which may be until she's 80. When you choose someone for marriage, never be afraid to take a deep dive into their money. And most of all, observe how they manage their money. You don't want to get into a marriage that is going to damage you financially. Number five, bring something to the table. Of course, you need to select the right partner, but you also need to be the right partner. You cannot expect to have a good man who manages his life well and is all about something while you're about nothing. Typically, it is a lot easier for you to choose the right person for marriage if you are the right person for marriage. If you're a hot mess and you're all over the place with your life, then you're not the right partner and you will bring the person down with you. More so, you are more likely to attract a man that is also not a hot mess. If you are a woman that has her life together and one that has goals, then of course it is easier to attract a man that is similar to who you are. You cannot want a man who's on Wall Street and you're down in the middle of a dark alley living in your own chaos and wondering which way is up. You should want to be what you attract in a mate. Case in point, Michelle Obama was a lawyer and when Barack asked her out, he was interning to be a lawyer. In any case, she married the future president and he also got a great deal with his wife, Michelle. They balanced each other out and they both brought something to the table. And in my opinion, that is what makes them one of the most admirable couples today. 
Now that you have these five tips for choosing the right partner for marriage, I hope that anything you do not idolize marriage and think that getting married will solve all of your problems. It is a significant life decision and you would much rather choose the right person to share your life with over the wrong person. And also check out my book for single women. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the blog post, you can click the link to buy or there's a secondary link if you're not sure that you want to buy and I'll give you the first few chapters for free.